This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seek or Social Season 2, Episode 42. We're back again, boys, and it's been like two weeks, isn't it? So, obviously, your boy Ryan, Ben, Maz, lads, how have we been the last couple of weeks? It's been a bit strange, that footy, isn't it? Yeah, it has. It's been it good. Has. It's been good. You can see it sounds alive. I can touch grass. I've got, I was going to say, I've got a tan, which is, just shows that it's actually pre-season already, and Maz has lost his voice. I have, I have. It's been a busy, busy time for me. I had a park life Saturday, I had soccer aid yesterday, and uh, here I am on Seagull Social on Monday, mate. The, the perfect it's only hat up. Trick. It's only going yeah, up, yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> You're at the pinnacle now. It only, it only goes, exactly, I've hit the pinnacle. Uh, but no, it's been busy, tired. Uh, I didn't stop working till about 3am last night. So yeah, man, I'm tired, but anything for the Seagulls. So here we go. Yeah, boy. Right now. And Ben? Ryan, how are you, man? You, uh, oh no, I kind of just said I've actually been able to go outside since the football oh, season's finished. So yeah, it's been yeah, nice yeah, to actually yeah, touch grass. And hey, life. I'm up in the middle. Actually, again, before I forget, shock. actually, I enjoyed some life on the Saturday. Sorry, Ryan. Before yeah. I forget, I bumped into Lackled Harry and I think a Lackled Charlie. So if you're listening, boys, great meeting you. They're absolute heroes. Right All their mates were good. Nice. Good laugh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm up and in the middle again, as pretty much always. And <laughs> all right, we won't talk about that. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to Cardiff at the end of the week um, because we were supposed to be seeing Catfish and the Bottleman, who are now announced that they're breaking up. Rip. So they pulled out the show. So we're now going to Cardiff. I don't yeah. know what we're going to do. But my <laughs> they really are the Catfish and the Bottleman. They've coughed, Catfish and the Bottled it, mate. So now I don't know what to do. We're going to be in Cardiff, just living life. Really, we're just going to just be here in it. But yeah, here we are. I, anyway, I, I think they. Heard- <laughs> I think they heard you were coming, Ryan, so they were like, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. do you know what? We don't even... They're meant to be Welsh as well, so you'd think that performing in Cardiff would be like the thing oh. for them, but here we are. 
Um, so yeah, anyway, anyway, we're not ranting what about Capricorn and Bowman because that's ruined my last two weeks. But yes, let's talk about the Albion. Um, there's a lot sort of going on. I mean, there's not a lot going on, but there is a lot going on when you look into yeah. it. Obviously, yeah. we've had internationals, we've had a bit of transfer rumours here and there. We're starting to transfers. Um, obviously, Basuma, Kukurea, as we've sort of touched on before, being linked with moves away. Um, but before we go into that, obviously, we've got an incoming, by the looks of it, in Julio Inquiso, who we went after in January. Um, I've oh, done a bit of research, but you yeah. guys, I mean, what do you guys think of this potential, looks like it will be signing, 18-year-old Paraguayan sensation, apparently, in Julio Inquiso. Ben, you go first, mate. I've got, yeah, I've got high hopes. A lot of people are thinking that he, we're going to sign him and then he's going to go on low to the USG or something like that. It would be funny if he does do that because it just continues the meme, but I really yeah. do think that he will be staying. You know, when we signed Alexis McAllister for like 8 million and the only reason why he had to get loaned out after that was because of his, um, was the international? He didn't have enough, yeah, the permit. permit Whereas yeah. in, in CISO actually has the work permit because he's been playing for Paraguay. So we're, if mm. we're spending nine and a half million, it would be very odd for us to then not use him whatsoever and send him straight out on loan. Yeah. That would be quite a, quite an investment. But then we did it with Kozlovski, didn't we? Season. The Casper Kozlovski, we sent him straight well, out. That, yeah, loan. that was like a... We spent like 10 mil. Yeah, was that for like a six months? That was like a six month loan though. Yeah. We got him in Jan, didn't we? Yeah. But I do I do think yeah I I'm I'm confident and maybe it's just because I want him to be in the first team next year but I'm confident we'll see him in the squad next year but I could be talking about yeah. but yeah what about you Maz? Maz? Yeah no I, I, yeah I'm, I'm excited um I think uh, just correct me if I'm wrong is he is he a wide is he a winger wide player Yeah winger slash striker I believe uh, I think he's, he can be a second okay, striker wingers. as well Okay, interesting. Yeah, I, th- I think that's definitely an area that we, we definitely want to strengthen, um, especially with like, you know, the likes of Danny Welbeck not being too reliable in terms of fitness. Um, and, you know, various, like we, we've been shown that historically, well, in the last couple of seasons that going forward, we need we need reinforcements and we need a, a player that can really just, just attack teams. Because I feel like that's what we've been missing is like, mm. we don't have a player that really sort of runs, runs at the defence. No. Um, you know, you could argue. Obviously, we got we got some talented players. We got you know we got Trossard going forward, Mope on his day. You know, uh, good good quality. But yeah, I just feel like we're, we're missing that little spark. And hopefully, if he's as good as everyone makes out, and he's that wonder kid that you know people make out, then he can be a great addition. But my only thing is, yeah, he's eighteen. He's come from the is it the Paraguayan league as well. Um, yeah, someone like someone said it's Peruvian because I thought it was Paraguayan. Oh, Peruvian. But right. yeah, someone said yeah. it was Peruvian. But maybe yeah. they were lying as well. We should so, know. Well, I'll quickly Google. Well, yeah, it's, it's Club yeah. Libertad, which is I don't know. Yeah, I've heard that they're. I've heard uh, that he's meant to be a, a very. Big oh, they prospect. are Paraguay. I mean, the South Americans have sort of bigged him up as being, you know, the next sort of Luis Suarez esque sort of player, and and the only one that was compared to that was Darwin Nunez, who obviously moved to Liverpool, all but moved to Liverpool anyway. Um, I mean, South American talent seems to be a thing at the minute. Everyone seems to be going there to build up players. I mean, we've obviously had McAllister come in recently. We've obviously had Caicedo as well come in and, and done really well. The the South American stock seems to be getting higher, maybe because it's more accessible. Apparently it's something to do with Brexit. Everyone loves South American now, ballers as well though, don't they? Everyone yeah, loves and it was South easier American to, baller. It's now easier to sign them from South America due to the Brexit thing. So that's why people are doing it. And obviously in Kiso, I don't know too much about him. I did a little bit of a scout report on him. Um, and from what I've seen, he scores a lot of goals. And he's, he, I think he played 14 games uh, in the whatever it is league. 
got 11, 11 goals in 14 games, I think whatever, three or four assists as well. Whatever it is, league. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Um, yeah, the Farmers League. But to be honest, I'm not really too worried oh, about Jesus. what league he's playing in because my my outlook on it is if you're good enough, then you're definitely going to be good enough to play for us. I mean, we've seen that with, like I say, obviously went on loan to Beershot and didn't, you know, they're not a great side, but it's performed so well for us. But, yeah, go on, Maz, you want to say something? Yeah, no, my only sort of rebuttal to that would be so, yeah, with Caicedo, for example, he obviously didn't go straight into the, the Brighton squad. He went out on loan, got experience, whatever. Yeah. And I feel like with, with with him as well, I think that's that's key. It's like, yeah, don't get me wrong, if you're good enough, I agree with that statement. Like, if you're good enough, you know, you're good enough. However, going from playing the like the Paraguayan League to playing in the Premier League is a complete different kettle of fish. So oh, I, I just feel like in, in that sense, yeah, yeah like I, th- I think we need to either do what we did with Caicedo, line him out and then bring him in halfway through the season and just sort of ease him in mm-hmm. like we did with Caicedo or give him the full season, um, you know, somewhere, uh, let him just get his XP up in a, in a, in a like, uh, you know, XP. another sort of half decent yeah uh, in another half decent league and then bring him back like he's what he's 18 yeah. years old so like yeah. he's still got but so if, many if years that is the case it. if that is the case then nine and a half million is a hell of a lot of money just to buy someone and then put them out is elsewhere it, well for us because we don't really we haven't really been spending that money like again we always say it, but we want to that nine it, and a half million is a lot of money and you could get someone very decent for that money i i, I disagree in this climate who are you going to get for 10 million well, we're, what I'm saying is like we got under for what, like six and a half. Like we could put that ten and a, nine and a half million to an actual first team striker. Maybe that you have another bit of budget, but instead of just spending nine and a half million and they're not buying a first team striker, for example. That's but, what but, I'm what, trying to get. But my, but my argument, well, my my sort of uh, thought process is, well, it, it, yeah, in, in this day and age, ten million pounds won't buy you. No, I'm saying that will go towards. Will... I'm going that towards someone. So not not someone for ten and a half million or nine and a half million. Sorry, oh, I mean towards that can go, yeah, the, go towards like 20, an actual mil transfer. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, right, right, that's like a third of like a decent striker if you look at a thirty million yeah. striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with you, I'm it's with an you. interesting debate because I think as well to add to it is is Graham Potter's first signing that he's requested. Apparently, um, I don't know how true this. I think the well, only Darwin other Nunes signing was, wasn't it. I was about to say, yeah, the only other signing that was supposed to be was Darwin Nunez. And, you know, obviously we mentioned him just a minute ago, how he is joining Liverpool. I mean, that's only in the space of the last six months. And obviously Nunez was never going to come to us, let's be honest. He he knew that he could play for a better club. He knew that he was a lot bigger than us. I think we people seem to get it wrong in in the media and social media saying, you know, we didn't push hard enough. We didn't put enough money into him. I think we put as much money as we possibly could into him. It was just as simple as he he knew he could get to mm. a Liverpool or Man City, you know, only six months later. So that's what fills me with a lot of confidence towards Inkiso. And I spoke to Andrea Orlandi, I think it was the summer of 2020, uh, when we were first in with Nunez. And I said to him, you know, you're a scout in, in, in Spain now. What do you rate of this Darwin Nunez? He was at Almeria at the time. And he said, great little player, but not sure if he could do the step up. He said, it'll be interesting to see how he does to another team before going to the Prem. And obviously that's when he went to Benfica and did very well. Now he's at Liverpool. And it, it sort of happened really quickly. That's only in the last two years. So my point I, is... I, yeah, I, thought, I is... can't believe it though. I, hmm. I, don't, I really don't see where the hype is for the, the amount that he's going for, like 85 million or whatever. It's, it's a lot of money. Like, he, hasn't exactly like, he hasn't exactly lit up the footballing world. Like, he hasn't hmm. scored unbelievable amounts of goals at Benfica when he's been there. That's why even when we were going for him, he had even had like a really bad season at Benfica, which is why we went yeah. back in for him after he went from Almeria to Benfica. His second half of the season goals, was great, we still it? believed in him. 
Yeah. yeah. And then he obviously, yeah, he scored more goals in Europe last year, which is probably where he got his name, but he hasn't exactly like lit oh, up like Harlem, for example. It, we know what he can do. But then, yeah, but then you look at it as... More, 30 million more than Haaland. How many times do our, do our recruitment team hit? I mean, we, we are very, very successful in the transfer market, especially at recent times. I feel like whenever we track someone, they do end up doing very well in their careers or, or they do very well for us. I don't think it's a surprise that, you know, Man City, us, Arsenal, Liverpool have all been interested in Nunez for the last two years. I think it's, it's obviously, he's obviously got something about him. For Liverpool to go and spend that sort well, of yeah, money, he must, do, yeah. he must be a great, great player because they don't spend that sort of money on players. So my point mm-hmm. is, you know, Nunez is what, like 20, 21 years old. And Kiso is on the other yeah. side of that, 22. So he's on the other side of, he's actually a lot younger than, than Nunez actually is as well. Yeah. So he's got that growing time now. But if we get him now, He's going to be able to adapt to our leagues and even, you know, potentially be a superstar for us like Nunez has been. But um, yeah, he is an interesting. I, I, I think I think the transfer fee as well uh, of Nunez uh, was dictated a lot by his age as well. I think they got him on a six-year contract mm. or five-year contract. Yeah, uh, he's twenty-two. So what? He's still got another at least minimum ten years to go. So if you're looking at it sort of from that perspective, but no, I agree, Ben. Like, was it seventy-five million plus twenty-five add-ons, mm. which is a lot. He did, he did score money, against right? Liverpool, didn't he? This season, yeah, I just yeah, remember yeah. that as well, which is probably mm. so. They like to but win but to be fair, mate, if you if you look for his record, to be honest, like it is very impressive. So he scored uh, sixteen goals for Almeria in thirty games, and then thirty-two goals in fifty-seven for Benfica. So I mean, it's a pretty yeah. decent return for a 22-year-old. Like, yeah. uh, and but if he, and and the, you know, the Portuguese league isn't exactly. I wouldn't call it a farmers league. It's like mm. it's no. obviously not the you it's know like premium a, premium it's farmers. Like, yeah, it's like it's like it's like you know, you obviously got Premier League, Syria, uh, La Liga. You know, as, as the main sort of trio as the elite, and then you've got like they're like the step below. So yeah, I I, I don't know in this today's day and age, like you know, these big clubs are spending that kind of money, which is, I don't really agree with, but yeah, that's just the way that they're spending. And, and it's, um, it's yeah. probably unfair for me to compare him to Haaland's price tag because that was an absolute bargain in the release clause that he had when he yeah. joined. Yeah, yeah so exactly. To say that, obviously Haaland, yeah, I think it's they just a loophole, 51 wasn't it? million. Yeah, which yeah. is yeah. insane. Let's face it, if Haaland was going without a release clause, he would be 150 million plus. You know, he's going to be on the same league yeah. as Mbappe. You know, that, it's only them two that's really in that level of extreme, extreme money. But, uh, let's move on to outgoings yeah. then, because obviously it's still it's still a bit of a strange one over Basuma, I think. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Obviously, Aston Villa have recently pulled out and, and said they're not interested. I never thought he would go to Villa anyway. Um, just on my yeah, ba- basic opinion, step. just 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 to um, kick it off, I, I would say that I can see him going to a foreign side. I, I feel like he'll go to potentially a French side. I think that Monaco would be a great fit. Um, you know, they've just gotten rid of one of their players to Real Madrid. I can't say his name, it's too long. Um, but he Tushimeni. looks like a great player. Like that. That's it. Uh, looks like a great player. Obviously, plays similar to Bissouma, I believe. Um, it feels like a bit of a domino effect in that. I think that, uh, obviously, Monaco are very interested in him. Uh, Champions League football, gets to play back in France. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see him end up at Monaco or someone of equivalent. But, uh, yeah, what do you guys think on the Bissouma situation at the moment? Yeah, I, I was I was thinking about this, the, and you mentioned as well Monaco, like you know back in the day when they had like Mbappe, Bernardo Silva, Fabinho, mm. like you know they were like this, they were producing unbelievable talents uh, and young players as well. But like I feel like in the past couple of years with Monaco, I don't know, it, it, does it have the same draw as it used to? Like I know I know you mentioned Champions League football, Ryan, which is obviously of course that's a you know that's a big big draw for any player, but it's mm. like I don't know. I've, I, I feel like he's better than Monaco. I'm not saying yeah. Monaco are bad, but I just in my mm. brain I'm like, 
is he is he too good for Monaco? And you know, can he can he play? And I feel like the French league, the standard is not is not good, is it? Mm. Like, let's be real, it's not mm. it's not the I don't elite. Know. But it's money. I don't isn't know Basile well. well, obviously. <laughs> but I yeah, think, true, yeah, true. I think from the way you know he kind of portrays himself on social media and stuff like that. I feel like he'd love the the lifestyle and like the, the money that you can yes. earn there, like the tax Mate, Monaco as well. It's such a like such a he, nice place like to live really if you're like rich. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And obviously, uh, being yes. from Liga as well, he's obviously got experience of playing against them, so he's probably heard things mm. about them. He yeah. knows what life's be, like at Monaco. To be fair, the, the, the more we, the more we it discuss it, the, <laughs> it looks chill. The, the more we discuss it, the more it makes sense. <laughs> like mm. the more, yeah, the, the more we. But talk it'd be about disappointed. It, it I get what well, you agree with you, Maz. Like it'll be disappointed. I feel like it could be at such a more high, more competitive level. It would yeah. be a shame to just see him take the easy route and just play for Monaco, finish third. In but the then again, I just don't, yeah, I just don't yeah, think yeah, that yeah, big yeah, clubs yeah. will go after him with, with all that's sort of happened with it. I just think, Going in my on, opinion, yeah, I just don't yeah. think he's going to, I just don't think a big club will take that gamble on him. I mean, I'm not commenting on the, on the situation itself, but I just couldn't see, I don't know what's happening, but I couldn't see a big club saying, yeah, Seems we want him, well but we're not sure what's going to happen. It's gone very dead quiet, isn't it? And I, I could see that almost being like a get out of jail free card, not quite literally, but go to, mm. you know, go to France, back to sort of where you're from. You've been to Lille and, you know, you get to live the life of, you know, Monaco, which is a, an attraction in itself and play Champions League football, still play at a decent level when you'd be easily one of the best players in that league as well, besides the PSG side. Um I just, I just can't see him going to that big, big club. Like one of our other players could be going, which links us on to quite nicely, is Mark mm. Kukurea. Um, obviously, to Man City, it's so, it seems so inevitable that Kukurea will go. Um, and the one good thing of of the whole situation is, obviously, I don't want Kukurea to go. He's one of the best left backs this club's ever seen. Um, but the potential replacement in Gomez, or I, I can't remember his first name, is it Julio or, or something? Gomez, Sergio, um, in it. Sergio, Sergio Gomez? Gomez, that's it. Sergio Gomez looks like an absolute player for uh, Anderlecht. I think he's got 17 goals and assists from left back this season. Potentially the yeah. replacement for Kukre if he does go. And very, very, you know, he's he's one of those that's, you know, the stat uh, football hipster machines that all of the football mm. analysts love. You know, Gomez is meant to be the next one for that. And you know what we're like with stats ridden players. We love players like that. And I could imagine also he comes Barcelona, in really well. Ex-Barcelonian youngster as well, wouldn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I don't know too much on yeah. him, but seventeen goals and assists from left back. I mean, that's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah. So that's yeah. Well, anyway, what do you guys think yeah. it would be a rare perfect right? replacement for him? Mm. Um, yeah, Kukurea. He obviously what two to five favorite. Um, and as as Castillo would say, it's not looking good, Brev. It's not looking <laughs> it's good. Not looking good. Um, yeah, no. I, I I feel like with with Kukurea, it'll be a huge blow. Like if we were to lose him, I generally think that'd be a huge, huge blow. Because not only mm. not only do we lose a player who's very, very good, what I think is the second big factor is that does that set a precedent to you know, the, the other players and like, right, so if Kukure comes in for a season, does well, see you later. Like, do we then become a Southampton to Liverpool? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like yeah. how the players just come mm. in as a conveyor belt, come for a season, you know, sort of showcase their talents and then go on to bigger and better things. It's like, do we want to be that club? Does that set, set a bad precedent the trouble president is, do we have forward? much of a choice in these sort of situations? You know, if you've got a no, club true, like Man City... No, true. What can we do, really do? No, no, true. And it could of become course. a positive thing that a player might go, like, maybe less, listen, I'm, you know, it's all hypothetical, but maybe 
players will look at us and be like, well, they are the stepping stone to play for another mm. club. So like obviously yeah. Nunes didn't think when he was at Almeria or Benfica, he didn't think that we were the stepping stone to get that move to Liverpool. Mm. But yeah, now fair, players yeah. might think it. That's obviously just clutching the straws. Yeah. No, no, uh, and we uh, also and finished ninth, like, which like is said, a... Go on, Maz. No, no, go, was, go, yeah, go, that's go. a draw as well. Yeah, no, I was, I was just going to say about um, the fact we finished ninth, which is an attraction itself. You know, now we're a top... We can say we're a, a top half team. And to yeah. say, obviously, we sold Ben White to Arsenal for 50 million, could be selling Kukurea to City for like 50 million as well. To say we turned over 100 million pounds for two players to two of the biggest teams in the country. You know, if you're a, if you're a player like Inkiso, for example, coming over from Paraguay, you know, you could. He, I don't know who he's linked with, but I'm sure he's probably been linked with some much, much bigger clubs than us. It's not even gone on the radar. But why why wouldn't you want to come to Brighton at the moment? I mean, potentially Trossard could be off to yeah. an Arsenal, Manchester United as well. I've seen him linked with. Um, I just think I just think yeah. that it I makes think, sense yeah, for us to do that. But, that was strange because he had scored a couple of goals, didn't he? But but the so, only, yeah. only thing only thing I would say is that um, I, I I agree with both the points you you guys have made. Like in terms of being attractive, like uh, it's a great thing. Like you said, oh, oh Kukuri's done it. Like you know, I can do it as well, etc. However, what I'd say then is like if we really want to progress and be a be a consistent Premier League top ten team. Can we afford to have someone coming for a season? It's, it's effectively having a season loan, right? Like if they're coming for one year and go, we're it's a season loan with a lot of money a loan for a season. I mean, this is what no, um, true, I spoke true, to. A, true, true. I spoke to a football agent about it, and um, this guy knows his stuff about football, to say the least. And he said to me that Brighton's a very, very well-oiled uh, machine now. You know, he said it, it goes through the the ranks of. You get a young player, you build him up, he does well, you get a load of money for him. And it keeps going round in that sort of thing. You know, if we look below who we've even got in our club at the minute, you know, where Basuma is, we've literally got Kozlovsky, we've literally got Kaiseido, who are potentially 50, 60 million pound players again. You know, and, and it keeps going down and down and down. And then that keeps going round and round and round. And the amount of money you're going to make off of that. I mean, you look at the Brentford model, for example, it's worked a treat for them. You know, they were known as the selling club mm. of the championship. OK, they're at a much lower level, but I, I expect they'll continue that as they get and progress through the Premier League. Um, but mm. my point is they've they've grown through the championship by selling their best players. And that's at the championship level. You know, they're turning over 15, 16, just, 20 million. That's just so for, reliant. That, yeah. that's where it could go wrong so like Southampton you have to it's get risky. the replacement spot on every single time and then if yeah. you don't yeah. then it has a really bad knock on effect and you drop well, down from where you were I, I don't know I don't know about uh, Bournemouth though like Bournemouth they remind me of like a, a club where I know, I know they've just come back up but they were you know they sort of yo-yoing between the, the Premier and the, the Championship last what 10, 5, 6 years whatever uh, not as bad as Norwich obviously but with them as well like what was it they sold um, who did they sell for quite big money I uh, sold Mings for quite a few pieces, isn't it? Mings, they got yeah. uh, Matt Ritchie. Maybe, 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 actually, maybe, look, yeah, looking looking back, maybe they're they're not the best example. But what 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 no. basically what, what I'm trying to the point I'm trying to make is, hopefully, what what doesn't happen is if we sell all our best players and then we just fucking go to shit and go back down to the champ. It's like that's what I don't want to. That's why I want I want to do our best nice. to keep hold of. Reality, I think that's right. why we've got all these. We've got all these youngsters coming in. I think that's why they. This is kind of. It seems like it's a bit of a backup plan. We've got these really good yeah. youngsters that wouldn't haven't necessarily played yet. But when we do get, if, or if we did get relegated in championship, we've got those youngsters they like Zakiri that could come in. And step I mean, in. on the reality yeah. of it, isn't it? I mean, you know, if if it all did go wrong, I mean, there's still the twenty five percent chance that that could happen, and we do fall apart. You know, we're not. We might be well oiled, but we we're not necessarily guaranteed. And I think that's probably what Graham Potter says a lot. We are Brighton. And, you know, yeah, as much as point. it is annoying and it feels like a bit of a sucker punch when he says it, 
he is right. I mean, you know, if we if we do fall apart, which is not it's not totally unreasonable to say. You know, you look at the likes of Portsmouth, you look at the likes of yeah. uh, Sunderland and Bolton, and you know, there's so it's happened to so many clubs much bigger than us. Um, you know. <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there's always that risk. Well, yeah, factor mate, even of, Black Blackburn, the year after they won the Prem, they got relegated, didn't they? Was that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Wigan yeah, got yeah, to the F- years, I think FA Cup in the FA Cup after. final, or won the FA Cup, and and yeah, then we got yeah. relegated in the yeah, same yeah. year. So it, it happens, you know. And we're not a yeah. big club, um, and it, it could well no. happen. But I think with what we're doing at the minute, at least for the next five six years, we're looking in a good position. I, I, you know, 10, 20 years time, maybe we could fall apart and become the next Portsmouth. But let's just hope. I think all the time we've got Bloom in charge you sort of he does actually care yeah. I mean you feel people safe. say you know yeah. but you do feel a bit more safer than you know if we had some American owner yes he's got billions but is he really going to actually care about the future of the club maybe not yeah. um, but anyway talking about the future Cucurella, of the club go on I was just going to say last thing yeah I think it's a bit of a delay of unfortunately no, yeah I am a bit we'll blind have to push behind it. you yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say on I'm. I hope it doesn't bite me in the arse but I'm confident that we'll keep him for at least another year I, I agree. I, I think. So and I as think well. maybe City next year. I'm, I'm but... quietly confident he'll stay for one more year and then he'll leave mm. next year. I wish I was as confident as you guys because I've got to be honest, I'm not. And I, I know I'm normally the positive, mm. but I just think he'll go if I'm on it. But I think that's just Zinchenko's the nature of Man City and move away, isn't he? I think he'll go to He's Arsenal. Still being linked and I, with the move. I really do. Yeah. I, I just feel like that whole thing was a domino effect, and and this is what I spoke to that football agent. That I'm not going to name yet because I don't know if he wants me to say his name. But I had a really lengthy good chat with him, and this was about a month or two ago. And we're on Zoom and he was saying about how, um, watch this domino effect happen. And I was like, what do you mean? And I said, he said, watch the Erling Highland domino effect. And I said, what's that? And he said, well, Arsenal and Man City, Arteta has a lot of respect for Pep. And there'll be that, you know, he'll want to help him out because they can help each other out. So obviously Arsenal aren't on the level. So he said, watch Arsenal go and get Jesus and Zinchenko. He said, that's going to happen. He said, and then that will fund the money for Man City to get Haaland because they're currently, you know, FFP rules. So then that's the money paid for Haaland. They don't even have to worry about it because he's got this release clause. He said, once that happens, he said, those two will go. And he said, it will like be this massive domino effect of Haaland goes one way, two players go the other way. And then it opens up the opportunity for Kukurea to go to Arsenal, uh, sorry, to Man Mm. City. And I was like, okay, I didn't believe him. And bear in mind, this is about two months ago. I didn't even believe him that, that Haaland would go. Uh, he said there's a release Gabby's clause really, really that would be gone. Uh, Arsenal, isn't he? Yeah, yeah really. Mi- like, it's all come out in the news. And, and that's since he's chat with me. And, and I was like, wow, okay, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. Not that I doubted him anyway. But, you know, you have that element of doubt in your head. My point is, you know, I think if Man City want Kukurea, they'll get him. And I think, you know, it's as simple as they've got the money. That ain't the problem. If, if we want 50 million, we could be the hard sale, but he'll eventually get, you know, he'll go. Kukurea wants to go to see. Of course he does. He wants to go to win Champions Leagues. He wants to go to win Premier Leagues, etc. Why wouldn't he? He wants to work under the best, the best man, one of the best managers ever. <laughs> Why wouldn't he want to do that? I can see it happening this summer, if I'm honest. But I hope, for our sake, it won't. But if it does, I, I, I am confident we'll bring in a decent, decent replacement. You know, that Gomez, as I mentioned, yeah. looked quite good. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's move on to internationals then. I, I haven't watched too much. I did watch one of them, which was Trossard for Belgium. I think he got two goals in about 10 minutes or something ridiculous. And one of them was an absolute mm. worldie. Um, yeah, yeah I, I did. Sorry, got linked Whether he meant it or well. not, who knows? I don't know. I feel like he did, you know. I, I don't know. What do you guys think about Trossard? Because he, he goes out on loan. He goes out on, um, sorry, to internationals. Absolutely tears it up for Belgium. They must love him out there. And then comes back and he has this sort of big effect. But is that a big effect this time going to be a move to Manchester United or someone equivalent? 
I think I don't know. I think that was a bit of like a just you know Trossard was trending on Twitter. A Man United fan page thought, okay, let's just link him with United. I felt like it didn't really have much about it, but he's starting to get eyeballs, and not just from like half mm. more Brighton fans because some Brighton fans don't even like him. Like other fans yeah. are starting to appreciate him and say that he is yeah. like our best player and that sort of it's, thing. It's 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 a weird one with Trossard. Like I feel like he's not good enough to play for any of the top four clubs, but he's too good to play for us <laughs> just, just slightly yeah. like just he, I, th- I feel like he's in that weird bracket of like a um, he should be playing like Europa League do you know what I mean I don't think he's quite Champions League if I like used, West Ham level yeah like to use that analogy he's not quite Champions League but he's Europa do you know what I mean yeah um, so yeah with Trossard I, I think he's great and especially on his day it's just sometimes he has too many incons- like he, sometimes he can be inconsistent he'll have you know he'll you'll go missing a few games and then he'll be like your best player so it's just if you if yeah. you get the right trossard if you get the mr consistent i think any club would would look to get him in um would he fit in at man united i don't really see him fitting in at man united to be honest mm. um mm. i don't know really i don't know i can't really picture it's not like him a, a big in name a premier league man club united fan, that man united would sign unless Ty- 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 Hart, it was one of his wishes that he would get him but i don't mm. think any man united uh, ball members or scouts are looking at him going, yeah, he's a Man yeah. United player. Yeah. Mm. I mean, anything's I an feel like, for Man United, um, to be honest. Cause yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel like on Trossard though, like, you know, I, I think he is, I, I think he is capable of playing Champions League if he plays as good as he is, uh, as he can be even. I feel like, I, I'm not sure whether Man United would be the right move, but I think if he was at a bigger club and he had the better surroundings, I don't think he would flop because I don't, I don't think there's enough expectation on him to sort of be pressured if you know what I mean but at the same time it just depends on how consistent he is as you say I mean if he goes in and be and is really consistent I mean in the Champions League he, yeah. he isn't like he isn't going to be the worst player to ever play in the Champions League there is some you know lower quality players in the Champions League that get through I think he I think he would still be a very decent player in the Champions League I just don't know what club would take him because you know obviously Liverpool wouldn't have him um, Man City definitely not Manchester United possibly I feel like he could work at either a United or or Arsenal, but if if I was to choose, I'd say Arsenal, just because I don't see I don't see him working at United just because of the no. the stature of the club, and I just think it would be it would be too much weight on him if I'm honest. But I don't no. know, I don't know. He does well for Belgium. That's that's the weird thing, really well for Belgium, and they're and they're yeah, a great. He, team. he keeps getting the call up, which is great. Yeah, and scores as well. Like you know, he's been really consistent, uh, and I, I'm not surprised they love him over there. I mean, they they do love him over there. And I look up his name on on Twitter, and I saw one of them, and it was saying how how is Trossard not starting ahead of Hazard? And that was just something I never thought I'd read in my life. You know, a Brighton player, how is he not starting? <laughs> yeah, that Hazard? was weird, isn't it? And and there's just so many tweets about him saying how positive he is. So you know whether he went meant that goal or not, but I just feel like it shows his confidence at the moment. You know, he goes over there and he, and he plays like he deserves to be there. You know, in and amongst David De Bruyne and etc. There's so much, so many quality players out there. So maybe he is ready for the step up. I mean, he obviously believes it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have come out and said he'd be open to go, would he? Um, but yeah, I don't know. It is yeah. a strange one. He's, a, he's left. He's left the door open, isn't he? He's left the door open for a move. And yeah, play you can't. You can't blame him. You know, I I, I do the same. You know, no. if, if you're gotten into a summer, you've had a good season, you're doing well for your country. Why would you want to sign a new deal and tie yourself down when you could potentially get a big move? But, you know, he's also happy here, so there's, there's that as well. But anyway, he, we'll move on. He's 26, um, 27 now. That next yeah. contract could be coming. And whether yeah. he, he obviously doesn't want that next contract to be at Brighton. Well, he's um, coming into yeah, his peak, like, peak isn't he? And, and why would he? Being linked with Arsenal here. Hmm. Yeah, um, Arsenal so would make looking, sense, I'm I looking think. at my computer screen, yeah. Hmm. Um, anyway, we'll move on a bit. Anyway, uh, we'll go to... 
social media, which has been a bit of a a bit of a dry one. Suppose I haven't really tweeted much of anything like that, to be fair. Um, but I have seen about this Rems friendly thing. I don't know if you guys saw about it. The fact um, that this I, is I drama and a hot topic just shows how yeah. dry content is. Yeah, it's been a bit been a bit dry on socials. Um, but yeah, I so I'll set the tone. Um, so Rems or I don't even know who actually put it out in the initial tweet. Yeah, it was it was someone on Twitter said that we were supposed to be playing Rems in a friendly. It was a Rems uh, fan page of I July. Believe, like a, was it a fan page? Yeah. yeah, and they said that we were going to be playing them in a friendly on the twenty third of July. Blah 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 uh, at Rems, and everyone was sort of quoting it, saying, "Oh yeah, it should be a good. You know, if people are going out to France, it should be a good little trip or whatever." Blah blah. blah. Anyway, fast forward about a week or two. Brighton put out yesterday <laughs> saying that it's not happening and it's a complete lie. Now, I don't know where or how that lie came out. And I think even Andy Naylor was quoting it, saying it was, you know, and he, he had yeah, deleted all these tweets and had to clarify that it, it's not. <laughs> I found it really strange how there can be a friendly made up and the club don't even announce it. I, I just find it really weird that, that this is one thing actually about the, the club sort of, you know, how we do our things out online. I don't get how we don't just say, this is what we're going to do. This is the schedule. So everyone knows before they go on holiday, oh yeah, we can go to that one, we can go to that one, we can get some tickets for that one. Whereas now you're leaving it so late that everyone's just going to have to panic buy tickets yeah, or not turn Brett up Brett Mendoza made a really good point, didn't he? Yeah, Brett, what did he Brett say? said that, didn't he? He was like saying about, well, he said that he gets, he has the feeling that people, uh, Brighton don't want fans at their pre-season games, like leaving this last minute to uh, still yeah. not even announce what games you're paying away. Because there are fans that want to go away and watch Brighton play in a pre-season game in, in Italy or in Spain or in France or wherever it may be. But they leave it so last minute and they can't mm. do that. And then that, by that point, if it's like a game at just in the end of July, maybe in the school holidays, that's when all the flights are going to be well expensive and all the accommodation will mm. be well expensive. So Brighton fans don't even want to go because it? it's too late and too expensive. It is weird. Mm. Yeah, I, d- I don't quite... I don't know. I don't get our our socials sometimes it just doesn't make any sense like i mean maybe they'd want to they want the team to progress without pressure but i don't know isn't it isn't it a fun day also, out i don't know if everyone, i'm talking if i don't know if i've i haven't seen any other clubs like announce their pre-season stuff yet but i'm i'm assuming they no. have because otherwise why would brighton fans be annoyed that we haven't yet surely mm. otherwise you know if, if this is a normal thing for most clubs to leave this late then I don't know what yeah. people are complaining about, right. but then, right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. To be honest, it's not it's not too much of a hot talking point, really. It's just one of those things on the socials at the moment. But another thing on the socials, just Naylor was a bit annoyed though, wasn't he? He was annoyed yeah. that he got yeah, caught yeah, on by tell. fake news, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah he fell for the trap. Unlucky, Andy. But no, anyway. <laughs> um, so anyway, on the socials, I, I've got my phone out here. Don't mind not being rude. So. I saw a tweet this morning, boys, and it, this is purely my interpretation. A few other fans have suggested it as well. Um, and Brighton put a tweet on saying, uh, where does the 2021 HyperTurk strip kit uh, rank in the last, you know, best ever Brighton kits? They said that we've had a go in picking our top five. Do you agree? Now, why are they picking top five kits? Do you reckon they're going to announce a kit today? Today, maybe. If they're getting the conversation well, going. It's, it's definitely kits. a grey area. <laughs> I, I don't know, but the thing is, I mean, what do you guys think? We've we've had we've we've had we've had our be- a share of beauty shirts. However, I want to talk about we've had a few clangers as well. Do you know what I mean? So all I mm. all I want is for it to be a nice one today. If they reveal something awful, I'm like bloody 
Get back to the. It was like um, do you remember when uh, when Leeds released their um, <coughs> sorry their new badge. Oh and it God, was the, yeah. uh, do you remember? And it yeah, was like the, the community the thing. When they were all, like this. Yeah. yeah. And then and then all, all the fans just kicked off and they they changed yeah. it. So um, yeah, basically, if that happens today with the kit, well, I suggest we all just rally together and just kick off. If I see a home kit with a collar on it, I'm going to the stadium and I'm I'm going to be sat in the middle of the pitch until they. Oh remove, yeah, remove I, collar. no, but I, so, right. I sometimes like collars. It just I, it Never. depends on the kit design. Nah. I don't know. I'm not a fan. All right, let's let's um, let's put this out there then. What colours well, do you actually, think the away? Right, kit's what are the five be? kits that they've picked though? Yeah, oh, before yeah, we do that, five... what were the five kits that they picked though? They put Hyperturk. They've put the yeah. but. Uh, the Buckter one, Buckfoot or Buckter, whatever it's called. Uh, the green yeah. and black, which I think is so nice, by the way. Um, yeah. I really, I just wish they'd remake that. Hang on, my my Wi-Fi, as always, is holding me up here. Um, is is the Palookable one there or not? I'll have a look for you. Hang on. Um, Big up. So yeah, it's definitely definitely Hyperturk for me has got to be up there. And green and black, to be fair, has been really good in recent years. Um, for some reason, this stupid website's not working again. What a surprise. Oh, it's an app exclusive. Oh, well, ben, of course if you, if you can, if, if you've got the app, Brian, if you can find the... Yeah, yeah. If, if you can Hang find on. it, send it to Ben and then Ben can put it on, uh, on top of the video, so, maybe. So oh, I've, yeah, just been, I've just been marketed <laughs> by the club here. And I've gone to a I've gone to a thing and I have to download the app just to have a look at this article. And I'm going to do it because I'm falling. Do they not have like the swipey thing? So swipe, swipe no, through all it's the, an app exclusive images. because, you know, that's how oh, you're going to sell Oh, classic. Why? <laughs> at least it's not a paywall. Right. At least yeah. it's not a paywall. Fi- I've been clickbaited final, by the club. Final topic. Uh, of course I'm let down by Wi-Fi. What a surprise, because why wouldn't I be? Anyway, we're talking about the final point of the podcast today, and we're talking about stolen content from Sport Bible and uh, Graham Potter for England. It, it's been a bit of a weird topic. I, I think to give a bit of a backstory on it, uh, Gareth Southgate, I don't know if you guys saw, said if he's not wanted, okay. he will go... Uh, <laughs> and if he's not wanted he will go from England which everyone obviously was replying saying go then and I was probably one of those I was one of those um, so uh, Graham Potter for England was the, the winner of the poll and sport bible uh, as the next England manager to be honest I, I couldn't really tell you anyone else apart from maybe Eddie Howe which I don't think would work anyway I saw so, on the odds, guys, on Graham the odds Potter, post it was Dean Smith Pep Guardiola um, oh Eddie right Howe. we're going for are we Okay. Yeah, no, it was. Well, that's what the favourites were in uh, the old Bible post. Yeah, the, bo- well, was the, is, yeah, yeah. the bookie's favourite. The bookie's yeah. favourite. Right, I see. Um, <clears throat> and Graham Potter then for, for England. I mean, I'll let you guys kick it off. Uh, Maz, you go first, mate, because obviously it's Swart yeah. Bible. What do you think on Graham Potter for, for England? Yeah. Just to clarify, we, we didn't, we did, we, you know, they they were the bookies' odds. Um, so yeah. oh. that's just what they, they yeah, they, yeah, they're the ones that they think will most likely to go. But um, yeah, no, <laughs> stand apart. I, yeah. Um, so I, look, I, I think just just firstly start with Gareth Southgate. I don't think he's good enough for England. I just feel like he's very no. negative. He's um, you know doesn't really know his best first eleven. Um, and to score he's got his three mates games in there, without a goal. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like Mason Mount. I know I know he's he's a good player, Mason Mount. I'm not saying he's not. But like if you're if you're on a bad run of form, drop him. Like you, you gotta be very mm-hmm. ruthless. Like if, if someone's going through a bad patch, just play someone who's playing well. Like it's you know, don't mm-hmm. don't just go down to nepotism, favoritism, whatever it might be. Just 
You know, because then that's how you're going to get the hate that he's getting. That's why a lot of sections of England fans are, are going against him because he's basically, yeah, pick, sticking to his favourites and not really, you know, to be fair to him, he did, he did you know, call up uh, Tamori, uh, Gahey, uh, who else was it? Like, he, he did bring up, you know, he called up the Palace that, boys, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, Tammy Abraham as well. You know, he couldn't really, he couldn't really ignore him. To be fair, but um, yeah, it's just for me. He just, yeah, he's not, he's not the fit. And is Potter the fit? Um, I think he's good enough for sure. He's, a, he's a fantastic manager. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't want him to leave. So I, I don't want him to go to England. Um, mm. But could he succeed at England? Sure. Like, if we, I don't have any doubts about that. If we're doing like a mm. car- comparison, I think. Graham Potter would be able to like, uh, manage games better than Southgate does because Southgate just, uh, God knows what he even does. He's just like, give the ball to Kane and that's about it. Um, Kane doesn't really do much with it because <laughs> Kane thinks that's it, so he'd be attacking true the field well, most of the painful. time. It's so weird. Like yeah. Kane's crossing balls in to no one, but when he's meant to be standing there, it's like, it, it doesn't yeah. make sense at all. He goes quite but deep, what, doesn't he? And yeah. then, I like Southgate. And then the England because... Brexiteers will just blame, blame Sterling for it or something. Oh yeah, yeah. shock. So the, this the positive thing about Southgate and what he's done really really well, but England ha- England managers haven't done for decades, centuries. What it feels like, he's made that squad feel so good. The togetherness in that squad is really good. They yeah. all get on really really well, which has benefited them in tournaments because they spend true, months yeah. together in a tight uh, area and they get on really well. And he's done that brilliantly, but he doesn't manage the game well. So I feel like yeah. Southgate should be like a first team coach and be a in coach. and around the team still. Mm-hmm. But we actually need like a serious manager, like a Mourinho that could yeah. manage games. Like if we had another manager in those finals or semi-finals, I think the results would have been 100%. different. But he's I've, what he's yeah. done for the team is we've got, he's gotten us that far, which is I've, fair I've, play I've, to him. But I think I think you I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Like that is the perfect like mm. explanation of his time. Like yeah, he's a, he's a great you know uh, people person and he, he's a great man. Uh, yeah. Was it man, man management? Yeah, man management. But he's, um, but yeah, like you said, he's tactically inept at times, and especially at key points mm. in big games. It's like he should have done that. He should have yeah. done this, or you know, he's it, got. It, the, I think that's um, what really lets him down. He's got the bottle in him as well, hasn't he? You know, the the whole mm. classic England bottle in, and uh, it just feels like that's not out of him. And uh, he's been there for what five or six years now, and in that time, we've consistently bottled big big moments and the Euros is a strange one for me because I always said that the World Cup was you know we had a bit of an easy run we played a couple of good teams and lost whereas the Euros we played a couple of good teams and won but I feel like the German side we beat wasn't the best German side we could have beaten it sounds really like Mm. you know half-hearted to say that but it wasn't and I just feel like the, the Italian side we lost to was a game that we were in control of. And, and you know, we came into oh, we it and we started classic them. England style and just bottled it. And that was as simple as that. We literally just bottled that. It was it was just a mentality thing. Um, I feel like the talent pool in England now is is better than the majority across the world. Um, you know, we, we've got one of the best teams, best squads um, out there. And, and that's just a fact. I feel like it's being wasted by someone that is just inviting his mates for a party every summer because it it does feel a bit like that you know it's great you know when everyone gets together everyone has a few drinks fine it's great but if you look at it on a pure harsh footballing side it's probably not very good it, that, that's the trouble it depends on how you want to watch England because I only really watch the big tournaments but when I watch England I'm disappointed by how we play every time um, and it was only because we went through that sort of Euros 
it still wasn't the best Euros run, but it was a lot better than our World Cup one, which is what turned me a little bit. Mm. I'd say the most impressive part about the Euros was beating Denmark because that was that was a genuinely impressive win. But it still oh, we had to come back. We, we yeah, still had yeah. that ounce of bottle in us, didn't we? We still had that ounce of bottle in us, and but I, I think, just thought, yeah. If we go going back to Graham Potter though, I think that we like I mentioned the positive thing about Southgate is his uh, is his man management. Potter has that. But Potter also has the game management mm. and the tactics behind it as well, more so than Southgate does. So not being a Brighton fan, yeah. I would absolutely want Graham Potter to be, to, to be the England manager. Gotcha. I, for some reason, I don't know, maybe it's just because of a football in Bray, but I love having like an English manager for any of the England team. Yeah. Didn't really get it when we had Sven and yeah. Capello, especially Capello because they had that language barrier. I didn't even understand a word they were saying. Like yeah. you hear stories from the England camps, they had no idea what you're saying half the time. Uh, it's just that the training yeah. was quite difficult. Um but yeah, I think I think Potter uh, betters Southgate in both the game I mean, yeah, game management and also man management. He would be good. Could for you it. imagine? But not how now. Good, Give it how good we could ten play. years. Ten years. Could you not yeah, imagine exactly. how good we could play? I mean, I, I don't know about that whole ten years thing, you know, because this is the point that me and you disagreed. I, it's I, too I just early for that, him, though. It's too early for him to be England. But manager. do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. Because I think if yeah. he did it, yeah. I think if he did it. Um, Say Southgate got sacked at the end of the of the World Cup, right? Say we we really which bombed is very, it, which is very likely, and we weren't very yeah. good. It is very likely, and we, and we go into the next major tournament, which is in what like three years time, and we've got what's next? It's the Euros, isn't it? So so we've got two years after that, and then it's the Euros again. Mm. My point is, if we're going into that with anyone else apart from Potter, I mean, who is it going to be? I mean, I, I I would back him over pretty much anyone out there to guide us to a much better tournament than even Southgate would in, in, in three years time because I just don't think that I just don't think that you know as I always say if you're good enough you're old enough and I think with with Southgate uh, with, with Potter sorry he's at the beginning of his career but look what he's done with what he's had I mean imagine if he's got the talent that's coming through in England at the moment with the likes of Phil Foden Jaden Sancho etc he could but he'll he get, make he'll get overlooked so well because he hasn't been in a bigger yeah. club and hasn't managed bigger players yet. That's yeah, yeah, the, that's I'm, not, the I'm not talking until about he manages, um, until he man manages about a Man that. United team or um, that's but, that's when he earn it. The I egos, think. but but the egos. It, but Ben, yeah. you you say that though, Gareth Southgate, who did he manage before England? Well, I think I think yeah. the reason why Southgate was giving it is because of his under twenty ones. Yeah, uh, but he, he, yeah, prior he, to that, he, he, he what Middlesbrough was probably the biggest one he's 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 managed. Yeah, uh, but I think I'm, yeah, I'm, I think yeah. But the, what I'm saying is, Southgate has got that. He was different. He wasn't. It wasn't about the fact that he managed or hadn't managed egos. It's because he had already been in the England development, managing the younger team, and then felt like he was warranted yeah. to step up. And I don't think it was like a permanent thing anyway. He was like a just going to be there for the time yeah, being. Yeah, he was only meant to be there. Yeah, had a he bit of success. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but I, yeah. I just yeah, I, yeah. I, no. But I still I still agree with you, Ben. That uh, I don't see Potter going there anytime soon. I just no. I, I think he's I think he's Obviously, wants to he wants to achieve stuff. I think at club level first, and then, like mm. you know, and what that is. Basically, did like, the whole like part time thing. You know, if, I don't know oh, if, that, if you do yeah, that. I don't but, think people, many people you know, do that. Yeah, but yeah it's yeah. not really like it. it's more of a football manager role. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a CSK good. Moscow manager was the manager of Russia like five years ago. So that was the only ever time I've actually seen that happen. Where oh yeah, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got club manager and country manager. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, happen, I just yeah. think Potter. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Potter would want to at least win a trophy. Um, you know, either you know, really achieve stuff as a, as a as a club manager, and then be like, right, okay, mm. I, I've done I've done bits here, and um, then go on to yeah. that's just my, my yeah. I agree with that. Who would who I would your um 
who would you like to see the next England manager? And you can say anyone. Like, I, for me, I'll start and they'll set the set the bar. I would love Pep Guardiola to be, and I feel like there is some sort of realism there because he's quite invested in English football now, and he's got some English youngsters that he's had at City and what that whatnot. So I feel like he would be some sort of realistic shout, especially as like the bookie said that he's one of the bookies' favourites as well. I feel like there's some realism there, and Pep Guardiola might be the guy. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd like Pep Guardiola. I, I don't know though. Yeah, sorry, I was just I'm just thinking out loud really because. You know, if you wanted to keep it English, he's the only exception. There really isn't much for a foreign manager. There really isn't much. much. I'm thinking through now. I'm looking at it, and you know, Um, in that, if it's looking at purely English, it has to be quite Graham Potter. But if it's anyone else, Pep, maybe. I I just don't like that whole. I I, 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 I really don't know how we're. I really don't know how we're overlooking Sam Allardyce here. You know, he's got. He's got a hundred percent win ratio. He's got a um, so winning mentality. Get him back in, through, uh, get him, brown envelopes. Get him back in, lads. Get get Allardyce um, back in. He's got a hundred percent win ratio. Yeah. So you can't even argue. Can't even argue with that. Yeah. I true, don't even true. know. To be honest, I actually can't think of anyone. Um, yeah, I'm, I I'm not gonna know. lie. Maybe, I don't, I don't have a seri- I don't have a serious suggestion. Um, because no, they're all I. shit. <laughs> with all due respect, mm. apart from Graham Potter. All the British managers are shit. Like, it's, not yeah. shit. That's that's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh. They're not shit. They're not shit. Not good they're, enough. They're, they're, they're yeah, not, they're just yeah, they're not, not like world enough. class. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not exactly. world class. Not to okay. World class. Anyway, um, anyway, boys, is there anything else that we've missed? Uh, new kits. Cargo. Don't about think so. Kukureya, Nkiso, Nkiso, whatever his name is. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. Listen to the. In CISO, is it? Okay. Mate, one of the goals he scored with his weak foot was absolutely outrageous, like proper. Yeah, he looks great, doesn't he? He does look good. My my Um, worry is that he's quite small. He seems very small for the Prem, but you know, maybe we'll give us some growth hormones like Barca did with Messi. So he's he's not that small. (laughs) Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Massive. Yeah. Um, okay. Talking. That's that's about it then. Everything. Um, thank you for all for yeah. watching. Thank you guys for obviously coming on and joining me on this fantastic podcast as ever. Um, please do keep streaming if you are on Apple or Spotify, and if you're on YouTube, please do subscribe and leave a like. And all oh, comments below as well. Um, leave down a comment, uh, guys. What should we say? And so with loads of O's. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> I'm not going to dispute that one. Um, Done, yeah, and, yeah, and comment down and see so. And um, yeah, and keep streaming so. all of that good stuff. And yeah, we'll you see you probably. You put... Sorry, you have to put a lot, uh, at least 10 rows. <laughs> yeah, at least 10. As, as, a, as a minute. Yeah. The more rows, the better. And if you are. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think if you are going to watch us next time, it'll probably be in about two two weeks maybe we'll see depends if anything yeah, else happens take. in between give or take. Yeah. unless we we'll sign some absolute ballers in between them yeah give or take yeah that's the hope yeah. Um, and yeah the uh, whole event project thing which I'm planning for us is still just as frustrating as it was about four months ago so nothing's Shotgun. changed fingers and, crossed uh, it, I'm being I'm being national no, saying right see you all for next time and yeah goodbye <laughs> peace <laughs>
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.